Okay, with Dominic Mercurio, he, he Won't Belong is a short film play at the LGBTQ plus film festival. Really interesting film, 22 minutes long. It works on all levels, uh, very dramatic, kind of intense in a lot of places. Curious about the title, first of all, because it's like it's it's an amazing song that starts the film. And I'm and I, I looked up looked it up and it is it's called He Won't Belong as well. So what came first, the title of the of the of the of the script of the of the film or the song itself? Uh, actually, the so the song is uh, is called Train Song, um, and it's by Bashti. Sorry, I apologize because it just says he won't. No, it's, it's okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's by a, a singer songwriter from the sixties, uh, Vashti Bunyan, who I absolutely love. Um, and one of her songs, uh, Train Song, which is the song that you hear uh, over the opening title, it was kind of like one of these songs that I feel like a lot of times when I'm writing, I'll, I'll listen to music for inspiration. Like I'll often turn to music as like a source to kind of get inspired by, or for like plot points. Um, and yeah, so I, I, that was one of the songs I was listening to a lot um, when I was kind of coming up with the tone even, or just like some of the first mo moments of, of the film. And uh, anyways, yeah. So the lyric that she actually sings uh, is it won't, it won't be long. Um, but when I was listening to it and just kind of like, uh, I don't know, using it as a source of inspiration, I kind of was like mishearing it as he won't belong. Yeah. I think I, then, missed, I I watched your film a couple of times. I think I misheard it both times because, because the title sequence comes up. He won't mm -hmm. belong. So I'm assuming that's what she says too. Right. <laughs> so well, that, that, I mean, yeah. that that's kind of what I want anyways. It's like, for you to mishear it like I misheard it when I was listening to the song. Because yeah. there was something about like the concept of like, he won't be long that uh, I feel like you could kind of read in multiple different ways. Like he won't be long, like he won't be a long amount of time yeah. or he won't belong. Like he, 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 he isn't finding his place. You know, there's kind of like, it kind of can be read in two different ways. I mean, I think in the way that, uh, in the song it's kind of like about a longing for someone yeah. and it won't be long before she i think like sees this other person that she's singing about but i just feel like in the context of the story there was like multiple ways that that kind of like worked itself in that it just felt right yeah, yeah it's a it's a really great song it's like i it, and so you just it's like it's it's like almost like 50 years old i guess right so yeah yeah, yeah i reached out to her and and uh you know, we exchanged some emails, which was incredible because like I was a huge fan of hers uh, and we were able to get the rights and it was just, uh, yeah, it was awesome. That's that, that's fantastic. Yeah. And you just, and where did you, where did you pick up the song? Like, how did you like first hear it? Like, I'm just curious about like, because it's not like a, you know, it's not like the, the Beatles of the sixties, right? It's a pretty like, yeah, a, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just curious where you, how you found it, found the song yourself. Yeah, I think like a long time ago, a friend of mine turned me on to Vashti Bunyan. I'm for, I'm forgetting exactly when, but it was probably like late high school, maybe early college. It was just a long time ago. Yeah. And she's just been an artist that I've been listening to for a long time. Um, I think I kind of turned to her when I was writing this because, you know, the film kind of deals with anxiety, of course, and panic attacks. And uh, I definitely deal with a lot of anxiety and panic attacks in my life. And when I have, it's kind of funny because like when I have a panic attack, there's like certain things that I can kind of turn to, 
to help calm myself down. And one of her other songs uh, is is a song that I'll listen to. Like I uh, like I have a huge fear of flying, for example. And anytime I fly, every single time I fly, there's one of her songs that I'll listen to to kind of like calm me down and make me feel a little more at ease. So I think there was an element of that. Like I wanted to turn to these like comfort artists um, and then like finding that song when I was kind of writing the story about anxiety, it just kind of like made a lot of sense to me. Gotcha. And so, and so you, when you were writing this, the script, were you like, was, was directing the film always in, on your mind? Like that, this was the plan? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to this, I had just done um, music videos. Well, I guess that's not true. Right? A long time ago, I have made short films, but I would say like, this is in a lot of ways, like my first real uh, short film that I'm like bringing to festivals. Um, but yeah, so prior to this, I had just done music videos and those were kind of becoming more and more narrative driven as time was going on. So when I was writing this, it was very much like, I want to write this, I want to direct this. And I also edited the film and it was also kind of like always the plan that I would write, direct and edit. So what motivated you? Like what, like what was the inspiration for you to, cause it seems like you have a pretty successful career. Like why short, why did, why short films? Why did you want to like uh, get, do this short film? Um, yeah, I think, um, I think I was, I think I was just kind of like butting up and I think I was kind of hinting at it with like my music videos were kind of becoming more and more narrative driven. And I was kind of like inserting stories into other people's works, of course, like, uh, you know, and, and I mean, this was always such a fantastic process that we were kind of going through with these various bands that I was working with where they would bring a song to me and kind of allow me the space to write a whole kind of little narrative around the song, which it was just so exciting to me, but it was still kind of like a half and half, you know, like you're kind of working with someone's material and then working from there to add your own stuff. And I think with this, it was just like, I really wanted the space to write something that was like fully just mine. Like there, it was, it was just like from me um, and, you know, it didn't need to be beholden to a song. Not like I didn't enjoy making those music videos. I absolutely had a blast, but like, I just need to do something more personal, I think. Um, so it just kind of felt like the right time to be um, kind of delving into something on my own. So basically, uh, there's a like the the good people. The premise is a storm and a beautiful. By the way, a beautifully photographed film. It's just a, it's just a really, it really a lot of the conver- a lot of the film is just two people having a conversation, mm-hmm. but it's just so it's so stunning. Like all it's very visual and it's very uh, cinematic. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. And, shout uh, out. To, so, oh, sorry. Shout out to my uh, DP uh, Matt Matt Rome on that. He's he's the best. <laughs> so, so, sorry, I'm going to segue back to what just on that point. Did you guys did you guys storyboard like a lot of things? Like, how would you guys how did you guys set up the shot list? Like, what was the kind of preparation for the for the film? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I did. Uh, I basically I created like a full shot list um, that went through each scene with you know these shots that I was envisioning for the film and then me and Matt we like uh I've worked with Matt for a long time so we kind of have like a a long rapport uh so and he was kind of like from the very beginning in fact he was the first person I I sent the script to so from the beginning he was attached to the project and um once I had a shot list we kind of sat down we had like a huge multi-hour long meeting at my house 
where we just kind of went through every single shot. Um, and then he was just asking me like, you know, great questions too, to kind of help clarify things and figure out what was going to be possible. And kind of, we were just kind of like discussing the look and feel of everything. And I think that's where a lot of the, um, a lot of the conversations got started. And of course those conversations kept going as, uh, as all the time went by between that and when we actually finally shot the film. But, um, but yeah, so I, I, it wasn't storyboarded. There was a couple sequences that were storyboarded, but for the most part, it was just shot listed. So then, okay. So then, so so basically, Theo uh, is driving. He spots a uh, he spots a uh, stranger like on the side of the road. His name is Connor, and he kind of brings it back to his house. That's sort of your setup. That's sort of your premise. Curious about mm-hmm. the, the how that that idea came to you. Was this like inspired of a true? Is this based on a true story of any kind or? something you heard? Like, I'm just curious about how the idea came about. Yeah. Um, that initial setup came about actually from a music video that never happened. Okay. <laughs> um, a band sent me a song and that really was like the first time I was even thinking about it. But I, I just kind of thought of this idea of like, you know, what if someone got picked up in the, in in a storm, you know, like what, what, what would bring a person to like be out in the middle of a storm, um, unprepared and just like walking on the side of the road. Uh, and I just kind of like wanted to explore what that could mean in a, in a bigger, deeper way. The music video didn't end up happening, but in a way it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Cause like, I think I, I think the ideas I was kind of thinking about were becoming uh, too much to do with just a music video. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where like the setup came from. Um, the The location is in Sea Ranch, Sea Ranch, California, which is a couple hours north of San Francisco. And um, I'm also a drummer in a band and my band will sometimes, we used to like go up there to uh, like rehearse some songs. We'd also just go up there to like relax and, you know, it's an amazing location. And uh, one of my bandmates, uh, his family kind of uh, owns that house that we shot in. And so there was always kind of like in the back of my head, I really want to shoot something here. Like I want something to take place in this house. And so it was kind of, it was kind of like a melding of those two. I just said like a really basic level, like someone gets picked up in a storm and I want to make it in this house. And then it was kind of like waiting for an idea to come to me that um, felt like, it it should take place in Sea Ranch. Like what like what kind of story should take place in this house that I kind of feel like is so gorgeous, but it also has like a loneliness to it, you know. And there's like a desolation to that area. Like there's just not a lot around. It's like a very small community. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of like the initial yeah. thinking around it. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, it's just like, there was kind of many moments of inspiration that led to the entire story, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm talking forever. <laughs> no, no. Meaning that like, so basically the, the, you had this idea that the, the you, but then you saw it had the location. So it's like independent film in a nutshell, where like you, you want to shoot in this beautiful home because it's a beautiful home, but it's like, where, what's the story where, how can I find mm-hmm. the proper story, the proper context to shoot here? And then I guess you found it. And uh, yeah. it is a it's a beautiful home. I I I would like to live there. So I think a lot of people, 
and but it's not like you said there's a certain there's a certain like loneliness and and separation that you're kind of like the way you shot the film and of course the characters and in that so it's something that's like it's a million dollar home with like but there's a lot of like it's this kind of context of this story i guess right so yeah totally and it was kind of like i think you kind of touched on it too with like the the you know loneliness too like it, it was kind of like who would live in this house <laughs> um like who would be living here and i think that's kind of like where the beginnings of theo kind of emerged was like all right what kind of person would be living in this house and you know what kind of person would be on the side of the road uh in the pouring rain completely unprepared with no umbrella and that was sort of like the very beginnings of like these two people and like what would happen if they were together yeah. but then i think like you know um i think like many other kind of experiences then lent itself to like filling in the gaps of of who these two people were and in 2023 who's the who's gonna who would be the person to pick this person up on on, the, on at nighttime on the street <laughs> as well because most of us are going to drive by like let's be honest totally right? yeah. oh totally i would i would drive right by yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't know who this person is, right? Like it's, it's a scary world out there. So. Totally. Yeah. And I think that was another interesting thing to me is like, who would pick someone up in that yeah. situation. And I hope through watching that you kind of like can get a sense as to, you know, like the kind of extreme loneliness that Theo is feeling. And I think he's kind of just like in this spot where he's so desperate to just like talk with, like be able to connect with someone, like just to get out of his own head that he is willing to do something that extreme. And there's also like there's a mystery thriller kind of element to it. It's like kind of like it, it's in the surface, meaning that it's probably because of the viewer where like we, we've watched a lot of films <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's sort of like this is like uh, these two people are alone in this this scary this house. So it's like you don't want something bad to happen. Like it's, it's like it's like it's in the air. I don't know if that was mm -hmm. on purpose or not for you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I I was really excited about being able to play with audience audience expectations with this story. I think like once I kind of had the bones of the story together, it was clear that um, that the setup was going to make people feel like maybe something bad was going to happen. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to like totally get into everything. Of course, I want people to watch the film, but, oh, yeah. but I, I do like, to, I, I liked, being able to play with those expectations and and be able to maybe offer something that's a little different from what you expect, but hopefully just as um, engaging and and maybe rewarding as well uh, by the end to kind of like see these two characters um, journey with each other and also themselves. Yeah, exactly. And so I just want to uh, the dream sequence. I'm I'm assuming that was shot mm -hmm. somewhere else. That was shot like in a different day and or a different kind of time. And yeah, yeah. How did you like? How did you like? Uh, and then I'm assuming you had to get some special effects or a makeup person to do the blood because it's very effective. It's kind of like oh my god, like it's a it's a it's a mm -hmm. very powerful scene. I guess you call it a nightmare. I guess sequence or dream sequence, however you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's, it is a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, we shot that in San Francisco um, on a, on a different day. It was, it was like the very next day we we yeah. did, I think four days up in Sea Ranch and then um, drove back. And then the following day we did a sort of uh, half day in doing the, the nightmare and then a very brief 
evening scene for when you see that one quick flashback of San Francisco. Um, that was also actually shot in San Francisco at, at a friend of mine's apartment. But yeah, the the nightmare scene, um, the the you asked about the blood. So the blood was actually done by uh, our production designer uh, Deb Leal, who I, I absolutely loved working with. Um, we just kind of like figured it out pretty. Uh, <laughs> Kind of just like in a scrappy kind of fun last minute kind of way. I mean, we we had a plan going in, but we had not really like uh, we kind of just like figured out the best way to do it with the actors there. And like, you know, we, we did a couple like quick tests of like, all right, how are we going to hide this properly and make it, uh, you know, sell the fact that, you know, this blood is realistically coming out of someone's belly button. Uh, but yeah, we just kind of like figured it out, you know? Yeah. And so in terms of like, because uh, you said you edited the film yourself, correct? Yes, yeah. It's a beautiful sound design. I'm curious about about uh, who did the sound who did the sound design of the film? Yeah, that was a collaboration um, between me and Mario Godoy, who uh, also did some of the sound mixing as well. Uh, but yeah, sound design, I also am like a huge nerd for sound design. So it was really exciting for me to like get to do uh, some of that um and kind of just like find you know weird <laughs> sounds that could kind of um i don't know fill out the space um if you're talking more specifically about the music though uh the there was an original score that was done by uh aki ihara mm -hmm. who um is also the bassist in the session who i had worked with previously so he so he's totally uh all over the, like the actual musical elements of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, as far as like some, some of the sound design stuff, yeah. I was able to contribute as well as Mario. Yeah. Well, the music is great. I just said, I was just curious about, yeah. yeah. Like the, Cause it's like, there's like, it's the house and the, even the, even when they're outside in the, in the final scenes were like, were yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it's really like, you could just shut, close your eyes and kind of like listen to the film. Uh, in many regards as well so it's like it's a it's a very professional 22 minute short film it's like someone who watches like thousands of short films every year the 20 minute mark is like a it's a dangerous running time yeah <laughs> right we've been yeah we've definitely yeah yeah <laughs> sorry because <laughs> your film was played probably at, i'm assuming it's played at tons of festivals I'm, I'm seeing the list but i'm sure i'm i'm not seeing everything because it's it's a fantastic film. So I'm sure you, when you're, when you're, you've seen a screen or whatever, that it's a pretty, it's probably one of the longer films, the program one would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely length was against us for sure. Um, I kind of knew that going in it. And like when I was editing it, I was like, here we go. I've accidentally made a 20 plus minute, not really accidentally, but yeah. you know, it, it, <laughs> it kind of sucks. It's like, you know, I feel like there's such a place for films that are a little longer sometimes, yeah. um, as long as they're engaging. Like, I mean, to me, I, I, I definitely don't mind a longer uh, short film as long as it's just keeping me engaged with of the course. story or, or the characters. Um, but yeah, it is it is more difficult to program. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm deeply thankful that <laughs> it got programmed with you guys as well as a few others as well. No, of course. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just, cause it's gotta be great. It's a, it's a great film. It doesn't feel like 20, 22 minutes, but it is. And it's just like, and you nailed it. And, uh, and, and then, yeah, it's got a really, like I said, you don't, I don't you don't want to give away the, the ending, 
or anything like that. But basically, there's it's a beginning, middle, then full story. That said, there seems to be a bigger story here too. Like I don't know if you thought of that, or maybe you already have. Like this could be there's there could be an expansion uh, into like a feature. I don't know. Like is that on your mind or? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> definitely. Like I. I did do like a lot of character background kind of work on these two characters. And, you know, we, uh, I spent a lot of time just thinking about who these two people were and there were elements to both of them that like just didn't really. And I mean, both of them, but also Connor's boyfriend who kind of plays a, another role. I mean, I did like a whole background sheet on him of like, you know, what's going on with the relationship, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't get, uh, fully like revealed necessarily in the short, but I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I would love to make a feature version of it. There's not like a feature script, but there's like a lot more ideas that just couldn't make it into the short um, that I would still, like, I, I still love these characters and would love to find a bigger story, but yeah, it's kind of just like, I think, uh, uh, I think for now, it's it's not like the next thing I'm gonna do, but I would, it, you know, if someone like showed interest, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. I I you know I mean I'd be interested. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you got the the '60s song in the beginning because the the film I know it's a modern film, but you kind of end the film kind of like in mm -hmm. a classic Hollywood credit ending, where it was that that was I'm assuming that was done on purpose as well. Yeah, very much so. I'm glad you kind of picked up on that. <laughs> Cause yeah, cause yeah. I mean, like the the credit. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, the credits. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I kind of was like, uh, I'm kind of like a title nerd, <laughs> like to a small degree, and like I was really excited about doing titles that kind of felt like you know old Hollywood, um, and you know like finding a way to like replicate even just like the way that they kind of fade in and fade out. Like I spent like a lot of time tinkering around with trying to make it really feel like they were uh I mean they they aren't actually film overlays or anything but I was doing my best to kind of like trick you into thinking that um but yeah like I I also wanted kind of like that that ho that Hollywood like that old Hollywood kind of feeling to the ending mm -hmm. um with even the music choice as well um to kind of like cap things off in a similar way that they began but of course, like, you know, the characters are in a different spot uh, where we're leaving them both. But, you know, like I, I wanted to kind of like a full circle moment. Yeah, it, it is a full circle. It kind of, yeah, it, it starts where it ends in a sense without giving too much away. Right. Uh, so what we, from our festival, our festival is all about getting, getting the, bringing the audience to you, the audience feedback. What did you think about what they had to say about your film? Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it was, I, I love that you guys do that. That was like really cool and, and special. Cause I feel like a lot of times after screenings, you know, like maybe there'll be a brief Q and a, but uh, you know, you don't really get to hear a ton from the audience. Like sometimes people will come up and say something, but it's like, I don't know, you don't get to. So I feel like sometimes people don't feel like they want to have like a full conversation with you just in case if like you don't want to have that conversation, but like, I'm always down to have that conversation. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it was, it was awesome uh, to just kind of hear, especially certain themes that I was uh, trying to get through. Yeah. Um, it was cool to hear those kind of come through in some of their feedback as well, like that they were kind of picking up on some major things that I was hoping 
you could kind of read into uh, about kind of what the intention was with all this. Well, like the, the, to bring back your point, that's we used to have the filmmakers there, and then it was like they just didn't. Nobody wanted to talk <laughs> because it was just like, even though they know that you're going to hear it eventually, they just don't like it's just, it's something psycho- psychologically weird. Just the audience doesn't want to because they there there's an there's you're an emotional person. You're like you're you're, you're an actual human, not the, the filmmaker mm-hmm. of the film. So they just shut down. So that sort of was just, that's the seed of the idea. So. I totally understand what you're saying, like about like yeah, mm. the Q and A, and it's like they just like they're they they're. I like how you said that because they don't like it's like you want to have that conversation, but then they don't know that you want to have that conversation, right? So, yeah, yeah. So that's sort of the that that's sort of the, what we try to do is like kind of bridge that together. So thank you for saying that because that's sort of what we that's what we te- we we try to do at least. That's that's our that's our attempt, I guess. Right on. See, look, it's like I'm your audience feedback video right now. You know, you're just hearing <laughs> what the intention was, yeah. you know, parroted right back to you. Yeah. So we're getting all kind of meta, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so so what do you, what's next for you? You like so you're you're making more music videos, you're gonna make another short film. I'm just curious what your next step is. Yeah. Um uh right now I'm I'm writing what I think will be a feature. <laughs> It, it, it's kind of like in another spot where I feel like I am having too many ideas that that it wouldn't really fit in a short film. And in a way, it's almost like a lesson from he from he won't belong to sort of be like, all right, if I'm going to do another short film, I want it to be a little shorter. <laughs> so I kind of like want a smaller scope for the story. So I think right now the idea is that I'm kind of writing something that's more of a feature and maybe I would make like a short version of it, but we'll see. <laughs> So I'm assuming you want to make make a feature or like a television series. I think I'm assuming that's your your goal, like future goal. Yeah, I would love to direct a feature. I would love to direct multiple features. <laughs> I want to be directing. I mean, yeah, I just uh, I, I yeah, that's that's definitely the goal. Well, it seems films. like you're on your way. I, like I said, like I said, I see a lot of short films, and you're. It looks like you're ready to to even the way it was stylized, directed. And uh, you're, you've, like you said, you just, you made, you, the performances are fantastic. And I'm sure the casting you, that, that basically you're, you, you, you know what you're doing, basically what I'm, basically what I'm saying in a nutshell. So I think you're ready to make features from my perspective, at least. Well, thank you. Really appreciate that. It means so, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk again, either when you make your feature or another short film. Uh, I'd love to see, sure. i really love to see what you do next. I think that, like I said, I think this is a fantastic uh, short film. So Congratulations on the success. It should get to no brainer acceptance basically at any festival because it's got that dr- drama, dramatic elements. And yeah, so. Well, thank you. I wish you the best of luck and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to talk again in the future. Yeah, I'd love to do that for sure. Thank Thanks. you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.